All right, we're here. Good evening. Edwin Lee, Ed Reimer with you again for the Edwin Lee Reimer Show. Jackson is on the board. Thank you, Jackson. Uh, I'm going to be going over a whole host of topics tonight. And believe it or not, I'm going to bring up uh, uh, some things I'd put on Facebook. One of a good friend of mine I talked, I spoke with earlier this evening before I left the house to come up here. She may be giving us a call in here. Um, and I don't mean to be Eddie Downer tonight, but I've got some things I want to say. And I, I've had people, you know, why, when you get some gas, why, where's your gas been? Everything. To be honest with you, we had a whole host of guests, uh, those of you that listen regularly, through the uh, political season, okay? And, uh, Jackson, are we on, we're on Facebook Live? Are we? We are. Okay. Uh, can they see my beautiful face? <laughs> I'm scared. Don't I worry. Go yeah, we're going. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we had. Uh, and and to be honest, and and if you listen regularly, I I went I went solo last week, and I'm going to do it again this week. I debated on having Jackson just pull up a, a repeat show, but I said no. I I need to do this. Uh, and it's not like, and, and Jackson and I, ironically, we're just talking about therapy and things. It's not like therapy. I don't look at it like that. I mean, it is a job. I mean, you know, but it it does good. And I want you to call in if you have some things. If you don't agree with me, heaven forbid everybody would agree with me, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Uh, I had a lady last week that had called, and uh, I think she listens pretty regularly. And uh, did not agree with my stance on abortion. And that's fine. That's fine. I, I just don't think it's my place to tell any of you ladies how, how and how and when and why and where to get your health care and, and health care decisions you need to make. That's, I can barely take care of me. I certainly can't take care of you. I don't know anything about your body. Y'all are made different. And I won't get into that. <laughs> and Jackson's been good enough. He's good enough for me. He's pulled up some excerpts uh, that we're going to be playing throughout the show. Now, I'm going to be all over the map, okay? But if you're ready, but for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymond. Yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station. News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro. That is a little stiff upper lip from ACDC, and this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. And yes, I am your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me tonight with your questions, comments, or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615 893 
1450 the AM call letters, the AM call numbers for this station. You can also send a text to that number, and Jackson will be glad to read it over the air for you, or he'll pass it along to me, or however you want to do it if you do not wish to be heard live on the air. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com, and you can watch us right now at Facebook Live at Facebook at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And uh, you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And just saw her just a while ago, always a great, just great to see Angela Bingham. And she's just a wonderful lady. Check out her show every Sunday at 6, Simplicity. She is just doing a great job with that and has been for a while. And I've got something here. Um... Now, I did not get this pulled up. Believe it or not, my wife sent this to me, and I want you, it's from TikTok, and it is former uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan. Now, I don't know if you can hear this or not. I'm not going to wire this in direct, okay? But I want you to hear this, and... um, this thing will load up here in just a minute. Did you work with the speaker? I, mean, I, worked, yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, I governed with him, and I'm very proud of those days. But I am a never again Trumper. Why? Because I want to win, and we lose with Trump. It was really clear to us in 18, in 20, and now in 2022. There you go, folks. Former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan. He is a never again Trumper. <laughs> Man, what a mess. Where did you people get this guy? <laughs> He's so much fun. He's so much fun. I love him. Yeah. Love him to death. I, I, you know, I can't believe, you know, some people finally you're getting it, I think. So you don't have to listen to me. Listen to people in your own party. Okay. Listen to them. You do not have to listen to me. Okay? That's Paul Ryan. I do think that Speaker Ryan, former Speaker Ryan, I do think he knows a little bit about the political system and how things work. I give the man benefit of the doubt. We got a caller already? Not now? Okay. Uh, be with you in a minute. Uh, it's... Uh, I want you to, uh, Jackson, will you play this? This is from, now everything we do, and let me preface this on there, uh, we pull down from YouTube. And this one is courtesy of MSNBC. And this is President Obama. This is only about three minutes, 20 seconds long. And it's titled, That's Not How We Do Things. And this is President Obama. He was interrupted by a protester at the Detroit, uh, Michigan rally. Go ahead, Jack. And if elected officials don't do more to explicitly reject that kind of rhetoric, if they tacitly support it or encourage their supporters to stand outside voting places armed with guns and dressed in tactical gear, more people can get hurt. And and we're going to be violating the basic spirit of this country. Yes, so, sir, sir, you know, wait, 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 come on. But, this, but this, is, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I mean, we're having a conversation. 
sir, sir, this is this is what I'm saying. Look, we we've got we've got a there is a process that we set up in our democracy. Right now, I'm talking. You'll have a chance to talk sometime. Soon. You don't have to interrupt each other. You don't have to shout each other down. It's not a good way to do business. It's that you wouldn't do that at a workplace. If you wouldn't just interrupt people in the middle of a conversation. It's not how we do things. And this is part of the point that I want to make. Just basic civility and courtesy works. And that's what we want to try to encourage. So, listen, that's okay. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Quiet down, quiet down. Look, it, listen. Hey, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Hold on a minute. This is, listen everybody, hey, y'all up there, pay attention. Here's what happens, listen. No, 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 I, I, I mean, this is part of, not only is this an example of what I'm talking about, but it's also an example of how we get distracted. Suddenly, we're all, we're, we're, y'all ever see that movie, uh, Up, that Disney movie? Right, remember that, that dog, and the dog's talking, and that squirrel, and they turn, and that's us, that's us with politics. We, we get distracted instead of focusing on what's important. All right, I think you see where I'm coming from there. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we will become them. Okay. Now, one of the first things I want to do, and callers, I know you're on the line. Please hold. I'll get with you. We've got a couple on the line right now. Um, Jackson's going to take us to our first series of breaks. We've got to do this, and we'll be back with you in about three minutes. So please stay with us. Hate to keep you holding, but just just bear with me tonight, and we'll be right back with you. This is Edmund Lee Raymer Show. My name is Ed Brown. We're back with you in, like I said, a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. 
They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thank you to our sponsors always. Thank you so much. Tim Mullins, thank you. I owe you 10 bucks too, by the way. Uh, I didn't have any cash on me. I didn't have that much cash on me. I owe you 10 bucks. Um, I want to tell you something before we, and then we're going to go to our callers. Um, you know, we've heard a lot over the last five or six years, especially since this Trump fella got into the, into the mix. We're going to make America great again. Okay. And I know, I know, I know. You've got, you're always going to have, you know, and I know we all like, there's no way we can all have the same, get the same, do the same. But, you know, and I know people, they're getting rich, the rich are getting richer. And I'm talking about the billionaires. But I found something last night, the 10 richest people in the world, and this comes from YouTube. You can look it up. Now, I'm sure there's a number of different surveys out there, okay? There's a survey on everything. You can look it up on Google, whatever you want. I don't care. This was on YouTube. This was courtesy of an outfit called King Luxury. They get into the big, who's got the most expensive Learjets and who's got the most cars and all that stuff, you know. The 10 richest people in the world. But I thought it was interesting as they went through the list. About, and, I'm, and I'll stand corrected on this, about eight of them are from right here in the good old USA. Right here in our country. And I've said this recently quite a bit, and I'm going to say it again. You know, I don't know about some of y'all but my wife and I have had a conversation about this, and my wife and I, we, we, we have some good talks. We do occasionally. And and uh, I'm telling you, you know, this country's been pretty good to, to us and our family. Pretty doggone good. Can't complain too much. I can't complain at all. You know, that's something to think about. When you start talking, I think I'll just leave this guy. Okay, and I and I know, and I've said the same thing. Got a good friend in Kentucky. We've talked about it. Maybe going to Canada because of the way things get. But you know, it's not going to happen. I'll stay right here at good old USA because I've had people tell me, "said If you want to appreciate this country, leave it for a while, and you'll kiss the ground when you get back home." Okay, we're going to go to our first caller if we can. Jackson, uh, go ahead and put them on. This is Ed Raymer. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Hello, Ed. This is Nancy, retired United States Navy. How are you doing tonight? Well, hello, Nancy. How are you doing? Thank you for calling. What can we do for you? Well, I'm doing great. I'm new. You know, I'm new to uh, Tennessee, and uh, now you're out of. Are you out of Georgia? 
Well, I'm, I'm from Dublin, Georgia, originally, okay. but All I right. moved to Tennessee a year ago, and I bought my first home, uh, not my first time, but a home here uh, just recently after I've been here a year, and uh, I'm learning a lot, you know. There's a lot I've got to learn, but um, I love it here. It's a beautiful place. The people are great, and uh, I'm just grateful to be here. Well, we're glad you're here, and yes, I think I do. Yeah, Nancy, I know who you are. Who you are. Jackson had asked me. I said, well, I know a couple of Nancys, but <laughs> I can't. <laughs> when they start calling in, I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, I tell everybody, as you know, I've, I've got this saying. I tell everybody, we'll treat you so many different ways you're bound to like one of them. So, but how long have you been here? I've been here a year and a half. Oh, okay. So you're, you're you've felt your way around. You know where your you know different, different things are and all that. How do you feel about Murfreesboro or Rutherford County in general? Ha- it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? Why is that? Well, it, it's just beautiful country and. Nice neighborhoods and, you know, um, services, you know, good services. Uh, right. You know, that I didn't have in Atlanta because things had kind of gone south with the neighborhood I was in. Right. And uh, right. I feel a lot better here, yeah. So you're, you know, because there's an ironic thing. Do we still have a caller on the line? Uh, we have, uh, I believe it is, and I'll stand correct, I think it's the Rutherford County Property Assessor, Assessor on the line, Rob Mitchell, a personal friend of mine, and wow. he'll be glad to hear that. <laughs> he will be glad to hear that. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to help you on your property tax, I can tell you, because... Uh, uh, I, I know, I know, I've got my own on that, but I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sends me and wife a love letter every year, so he's, he's not shy about it, you know, but that's his job, right. is what he's got to do. And, uh, I got both of mine. Yeah. And, yeah, and Ted yeah. Beatty is always glad when I walk in. He's grinning from ear to ear. So I think him and Rob, I swear, I think they're getting they're taking a cut out of that. I really do. But I can't. I, I'll not go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, thank you so much for calling. I hope you continue to listen. I hope we can bring some good stuff to you. So much. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. And can you get Rob online if he's still there? Rob Mitchell, this is Ed. Are you there? Hey, Ed, I'm still here. Okay, sorry <laughs> to keep you holding so long. Oh, uh, that's, that's no trouble. When she was talking about she loves it here, I was going to say, well, I hope she, I hope yeah. she loves the property assessor. I keep telling her <laughs> she's just worth more money than she was last year. I raise her net worth. <laughs> You sure raised mine. Uh, <laughs> Ed, you are now wealthier than you were last year. That's Don't what you they, feel good about yourself? Hey, that's what they keep telling me. Uh, <laughs> the poorest rich man you'll ever see, I can tell you that. Uh, that's it. <laughs> how are you, my friend? What can we do for you? Oh, man. Oh, doing doing very well. You know, just excited. we got a, a, a whole lot of stuff uh, going on. I'm just swatting at hornet's nests, I guess, you know trying to keep things moving because uh, you, you got to shake stuff after every now and then just to make sure that people are still paying attention. But uh, right. we, we've got uh, Smart Rutherford, which, you know, we've been talking about it for a while. It's just, it's, you know, in county government, you always have to uh, get buy-in to do stuff with. Uh, and Smart Rutherford, what it is, it is where you get to use uh, Google Assistant or Alexa, and you can 
uh, activate the Smart Rutherford app, and you can find out what your your property values are. Uh, right. You can find out who your county commissioner is. Uh, eventually, you'll be able to find out who your state reps are, uh, what school zone your children are zoned for, and who your school board reps are. And because of course, it's what, all location based. Probably what voting district you're in, and all that good stuff. Uh, the voting district and all of that. Absolutely. Now, Rob, uh, this so, is yeah. something that's been coming for a while, right? I mean, this thing just didn't take happen because you snap your fingers. I mean, this is something that's been. Well, a I've while. been working on it for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. To get all the pieces together. Right. Um, you know, it. Everybody doesn't like. You know, it's some of the stuff that we're doing specifically isn't in the assessor's scope of influence uh, uh you know but the over you know all every elected official whether it's officially our duty or not has an overall duty to the citizens of the county to be transparent in their operations and to make government work better for them right. sometimes you know if we see something that is good we go ahead and we do our part uh, that we know is our responsibility, which for the assessor, that's the property values, and then show everybody that they can piggyback off the work that we've already done. We're we're carrying the load for the rest of the county. I'm just asking, I'm offering to let everybody else piggyback off of it. Right. We've we've gone ahead and, and, uh, and acquired four Google Nests, and with the permission of the city governments, we'll be putting... Uh, Google Nest in each of their uh, their offices uh, near their customer service area so that folks will be able to come in and they'll be able to say, hey, Google, uh, what's my property value? Who is my uh, county commissioner? Who's the mayor of the city or the county? Right. Who's my school board representative? And, and when you say city, Rob, and a lot of people, and well, Nancy's new to the, the area, but I think she probably knows by now. She's been here about a year and a half. But we have other fine cities, uh, Smyrna, Eagleville, Laverne, That's and then right. other communities in the area. So, But you are their assessor for the entire county. You take over uh, right. everything. And then they have... Uh, with respect to city taxes, they have their own breakdown of that. Okay, right, right. right. We set the values for we, we set the values for all the property in the county, and in each jurisdiction, whether it be the county for the county's jurisdiction, which is everything that lies inside and outside of a city. But if it's inside of a city limit, then the city council and that particular city's mayor. Uh, and aldermen or council people will be the ones that decide what tax rate to apply to the property values for their tax levy. But do they go off your value? That's what they go off of our value. And every year they can appeal that value. Now we set, we set the the values periodically. We updated them as of January the 1st. Uh, and that was our, our reappraisal. We do that once every four years and the values that, we set this year will hold for another four years. They won't change. Right. Uh, and, you know, we, we have a lot of folks out there that are wringing their hands saying that, that property values are, are coming down and the market's going to crash. Uh, we're not seeing it. 
No, 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 no. We what we've noticed is the asking price for homes, which were, you know, kind of crazy and out of control. Uh, they've stopped being as crazy and out of control, but they're still those. They are still higher than they were when they finally sell. Nobody right. has yep. lowered the sale price of their home below what they paid for it. So we've not seen what was happening in 2008. Have we seen the slowing? Yeah. Sure. It's the the absurd increase is slowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and you and I talked about this uh, because, as you know, and and a lot of people, listen to this show, I don't I don't hide it. My brothers know this. We sold our parents' home in Laverne in uh, August. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you and I had talked about this. Uh, we did not get what we thought we were going to get, but it wasn't far off the mark. But right. we can take that because, as as you and I had spoken, and and well, and and Russell Key, okay, because Russell works with you, uh, top notch appraiser knows his stuff. Absolutely, and, you know, and uh, hey, it was a gift unto us. Okay, we're dividing the mm-hmm. money three ways. This is something that fell in our laps. Our parents when, and I believe when our parents bought that home. Uh, I'm, in 1980, they paid $46,000 in that area, yeah. I believe. Um, and I, I didn't change it. It didn't make any difference. Whatever it was, it was. But I, I think that's what it was. And the home went for 200, either 280 or 285. We thought it might go as high as 300 to $320,000, $350,000. But now, Rob, you know how that gets. People get greedy. If you got oh, 280, yeah. so, well, we should have got 300. I get 300. Well, we should have got 325,000. Well, you get 325. We should have got 375,000. You know, that goes on and on and on. We all are, I mean, I am. And I have to slow down and take a dose of my own medicine and say, hey, you know, this is a gift, okay? And we did not have to replace the house. So, I mean, and none of our children wanted it. And uh, my brothers and I, we didn't need it. We have our own places. Thank the good Lord. And, you know, and we didn't want to rent it out. And I, I did, as you know, my wife and I have been in the landlord business for 35 years plus. <laughs> and yeah, I'm at the age, uh, I, I didn't want to be a landlord anymore. So, uh, you know, but you're right. And you and I had talked and the market had, as a matter of fact, the week before it's when the Fed raised the interest rates again. And brother, here we went, mm-hmm. you know. Now, the market has eased off and dropped some even more since then. But I think we sold at the right time, looking back. So should we have sold six or eight months earlier? Probably. I guess. I don't know. We could have made some more money. But, you know, hey, so I took a $5,000 haircut. <laughs> you know, it's all right. Yeah. You know, it was all, it's, it's a gift unto us. So anyway, if that will give you an idea of what's happening, and, and I hope give the listeners an idea, yes, it is slowing. And you and I talked about this. You thought that, you know, this can't go on forever, you know, and thank goodness right. it doesn't, you know. I mean, every home in the, in the county would cost a million and a half dollars. We, we, people can't afford that. And you know, you'd be like Atlanta and everybody's leaving. Everybody's <laughs> leaving. Yeah. Well, and people are coming here because they don't want to be part of Nashville and Nashville's enormous property tax. And the wife and I had a taste of that because oh, yeah. our property was in Davidson County and, it's the biggest, the biggest bill we got all year, you know. Uh, that and the insurance bills. And, I mean, it's rich. If you own property, you're going to have to pay some money. But, uh, you know, 
um, you know, that's that's part of it. But is it slowing? Yes. Is it crashing? No. Uh, not here with us. Now, maybe in some parts of the yeah. country, maybe it is. I don't know. But not here with us, you know. Go no, ahead. We're, we're, we're doing good. We're, we are, as as Nancy said, you know, we're, we're a great community. Are we perfect? No. I mean, Let's say every community has its challenges. Sure. Rutherford has its challenges. Uh, Listen to that clip that you had on. People uh, learning how to talk to one another. Right. People learning how to interact with one another instead of reacting. We're a very reactive society. We don't slow down. And and people aren't, children aren't being taught Right, uh, the life skills that they once were, and that, and that's another thing, uh, Ed, that, that I'm real excited about. We're going to try to bring uh, a life skills program to the juvenile detention center. Right. Okay. Um, if uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Life of a King with Cuba Gooding Jr., it's a story about a man named Eugene Brown that uh, that brought a chess program to inner city schools in washington dc he got kids off the street he raised them up he he is teaching life skills uh he lives in hickory north carolina and he has offered to bring his program to rutherford county great so uh, i'm hoping hoping to have him here after the first of the year and try to get something like that and actually teach kids to think before they move and and that's something that you know, I need to learn sometimes myself to think about what I'm doing before I do it. Sure, but, sure. You know, it, it's it's something that I'm I'm afraid that kids these days they don't get. They don't see the end game. They don't. Uh, as a community, I don't think a lot of times maybe we see the end game on where are we going to end up if we keep making the choices that we're currently making and reacting to to things the way we currently react. You know, we're all in this together. Right. We're all working toward, or should be working toward the same goal. We shouldn't be demonizing each other and tearing each other down. I'll tell you what yeah, I've got. It's, it's ironic you should mention that. <laughs> you know, we've got, uh, there's people that constantly, oh, I wish we could go back to the way it was in the you know, days of Andy and Andy Griffith. You know, no, that's not what we're, you know, not always, okay? I'm, I mean, I've said this before, like my mother said, my mother said, son, these are the good old days. <laughs> Believe me, she said, I remember when I woke up on mornings like this and my feet hit that cold hardwood floor, you know, in that old drafty oh, yeah. house. And I had a good friend. I was speaking with her earlier tonight. I, I wanted her to come on, but she, she couldn't do it. It was a tool. It was late notice. And said, uh, I posted on Facebook, I wonder what I could talk about this in this weekend's show. She said, I hope you'll talk about things like how to develop critical thinking skills. I'd love for you to have an episode where two people come on and using examples based on some of the topics thrown out here, show how to talk, take a topic and find facts to support or defend. We would have a much healthier community of listeners for sure. And, and I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, And while you're at it, you know, like I said, talking about going back, there is something they do need to do in schools and that's, you know, teach social studies. You know, <laughs> sure. how, how government works, just like your job. 
You know. Oh yeah. How do you write I a mean, check? People don't. Yeah. People don't under, People don't understand <clears throat> how local government works at all. Right. And it's the government that has the greatest impact on their daily life. All politics is local. All, right. Yeah, it is. It it absolutely is. But you know, there's going to be a lot of people that hate me over what I'm about to say. But the <laughs> people want you to focus on national politics because yeah. they're able to raise money that way. Sure. And if yeah. anybody tells you anything any different, then put your hand on your wallet and put your back against the wall. It's mm-hmm. all about money. Sure it is. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's. I mean, when we were kids, I wonder if it, it's been that way all along. We just didn't know it. We were naive. We were young. We, we may not have known that. And we have to learn that the hard way. Rob, anything it's, else? It's true. Are you ready for, are you ready for Thanksgiving? Uh, I've got a ham. I'm I'm getting anxious to cook. Just trying to come up with ways to to cook it. I've I've thought about doing that fancy thing where you you put it into a bag and then into boiling water. And sous vide is that what they call way. it? Sous vide. Yeah. I, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, a Jackson <laughs> here assures me it is. That's what they call sous vide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've ne- you know I've never cooked one that way, but everybody says you know it keeps the juices in and it keeps it from drying out. So well. Right. Maybe I'll try that. Go on and inject it. Get you an injector. You can get them at some of the big box stores, or you can get them at THC or some of the farm supply store, and inject that baby. Inject it with some some uh, heated up maple syrup and Coca-Cola. Mix it together, put it in a microwave, and just inject that ham. And you talk about something good. I mean... Okay, I, I, I'm having a, uh, a weird <laughs> moment here. Did you just say... Go and get THC and inject. No, the I did not. No, no. <laughs> you can go to T. No, tractors of TS, TS, uh, C, TSC, Tractor Supply Company. TSC, not THC. Great right day. No, wait a minute. I'm sounding like Trump. Uh, well, spray some Lysol on it, too, while you're at it. I'll tell you what, better what you better do. You better just stick with YouTube and go go on there and say how to fix I am, and they'll show you, okay? No, don't. I'm, I'm going to shut up while I'm ahead. Rob, have a, you, and, you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. I know you will. And thank you for the work you do here for us here in Rutherford hey, County. Hey, Ed, I appreciate it. And you need to come by and see me. And I invite everybody to, to stop by the office. I'm, I'm happy to to show them what we're doing and really excited. hope everybody will try uh, uh, their their Google, uh, their Google assistant. Just say, hey, Google, talk to Smart Rutherford. And yep. then it'll, okay. it'll take you right through it. It's easy. It's cool. It's getting national recognition for it because we're the first ones to ever do this stuff. Isn't that amazing? So, you know, That's amazing. We've got a little bit to crow about here in Rutherford County. That, oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That we're doing new things. Right. Exciting things. And eventually, and this is a way that folks will be able to, the, the way I envision this, you'll be able to have greater access to your county commissioners, to your city administrators, to your school zone, your school board members than ever before. So right. if you have a question, you know, shouldn't it be easy to find out information about your community that is important to you when you want to do it? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. You know, that that's that's the ultimate goal because the more people know, the more connected they are, the the less they distrust the people that are working for them. And if you don't trust the people that are working for you, then you you know 
you're not going to have a very great community. So I don't know if you know, you know a man named Don named Don Owen or not, but he just sent me a sent me a message on Facebook. Said tell uh, you, he said he would be right over. So I don't know if he's coming All to right, eat dinner. Well, I'm not there right now, but I'll be here on Monday. <laughs> Rob Mitchell, thank you very much. We're all locked out. All right. Thanks, Ed. Have a good Thanksgiving. Rob Mitchell, he's your county property assessor. And right now we have one other caller on the line. Is Jeff still with us? Jeff, Jeff, sorry to keep you waiting so long. Please go ahead, sir. Oh, it's all right. How you doing, Mr. Raymond? How you doing? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? It's only 25. Got 20 get you. It's only 20 get about four layers on you. Make, make it tonight. I think make it on. <laughs> got four layers on. Two two sweatshirts, two t-shirts. You might make it on tonight. <laughs> I have uh, a t-shirt, a um, long sleeve sweater, and a and a and a, sw- and a coat over, and a shirt over that. So hey, it's just going to New York. You get about six feet of snow. You think you can dive into that? You oh Lord, I tell you what. I've looked those poor people up in Buffalo, and uh, wow. I mean, it's only six feet. They said they were getting when that thing started, Jeff. They were going to get as much as four inches an hour. Oh, I know. I, I, I've, heard be, I've heard it be. I've heard it be four to six inches higher. They people get up early. They just snow so much. They, they get up. You know that, right. that one NFL game. They moved to Detroit because so much snow. That when you see that stadium, Bill Stadium. I didn't get to see it. No, I haven't. I haven't see, seen I mean, it. I mean, the stadium. It looked like it was covered. I mean, there wasn't no. There wasn't no place to sit. Covered in snow. Oh, but I believe it. No, sure. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They tried to clear the field. They they moved. They moved to the, the inside of the torque because it was so the snow was so bad. Man, it I'm telling you, it's uh, yeah that that thing is something else. And uh, let me ask you, what did you think about the Tennessee game? Because I know you keep up with sports. Well, well, well they, 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 they didn't have any. They couldn't stop me. They didn't have no defense. And of course, their uh, of course their quarterback went down with the ACL tear. Right. And, they, when they yeah. play Kentucky this year, all these Tennessee fans that they play, they can't believe Levis is going to be a first round pick. They just they can't believe they took. Right. I've heard reports he's still going to be. And people can't believe it. And see, I told people, I told somebody yesterday, as he's been playing hurt for a month. He's got right. a bad shoulder, and, and, and they they and they took Georgia. They didn't beat him, but they they played their guts out against him. They they were like twenty five point underdogs. Only lost by ten. And let me tell you one quick thing about it: the Georgia had the ball fourth and goal on the one. Kentucky stops them. I don't know if you watched the game or not, but after that, they took it 99 yards and scored on them. Now you talk about Kentucky or South Carolina? Yeah, Kentucky, they got off, off the one-yard line, and Levis drove him 99 yards down. So 99 yards, and he, he threw a pass, his little slant pattern that Brown caught over the middle. He ran a slant pattern and caught it for the touchdown. Only touchdown they got all day. Only time he, he drove, they drove. I, I don't see Tennessee or Alabama doing it to you. I don't see Alabama driving on that defense. I know one thing. Vanderbilt's ready for Tennessee next Saturday. Oh, yeah. Well, Tennessee, Vanderbilt's got something to play for now. If they, yeah. they win, they win, they go to a bowl game. Well, I told a good friend of mine. Well, you know, I was talking to Stephen Reynolds earlier today. And I said, I think Tennessee is finding out what a lot of these schools have to find out when you drive around the country with a target on your back. You're the number five ranked team in the nation. I mean, they got they got Sure, and the but team gears up for you. The kids, the fans gear up for you. Hey, this can be a feather in our cap. This is number four, uh, number no, five yeah, ranked yeah, team they, in the nation. You, you, you should have seen them fans. Yeah. They stormed that field last night. Oh, yeah. They were, they, they were they covered up. That. I told the wife we were sitting there watching. I said, that's the last place in the world I'd want to be right. And they couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't even get hyped by the. He had three, four, three. Them pieces pushing him out. Did you see that? 
<laughs> no. people, they couldn't even get out of there. He was trying to push it. I couldn't even get out of there. He couldn't even get out of the darn field. But now, now I said, man, I'm surprised they beat Ford. But, but I, I tell you what, they uh, if, if they if they beat Tennessee and go to a bowl, I, I, of course he's not going to get it. But he, he should be voting coach of the year that Car Lee. I'm going to tell you because nobody think they'd be five and six right now, man. Right. As far as football right. Goes, but, yeah, but no, I just want to, and I want to tell you one final thing. What, what do you think about it? What's going to happen in Georgia? You think Warnock's going to win? I think he'd better. <laughs> well, I, 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 think, I think he will because the, cause the Democrats got control of the I, I don't think Walker's got a chance myself. But I don't know what's yeah. going to happen, but um, it'll be a. It'll be interesting to see what – I hope you do too, Jeff. Thank you very much. Jeff Neal, good supporter of this this broadcast. And, Jeff, hope you and your mom, your family, all of you have a big Thanksgiving. Hope all of you have a big Thanksgiving, okay? Uh, Jax, if we could, let's go to our last series of breaks. And, uh, you know, because in about 19, 18 minutes, we're going to have to get out of here and make room for Bill. And uh, this is Ed and Lee Reimer's show. I'm Ed Reimer. Stay with us. Back with you in about, well, about three minutes. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design. Retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thanks for all the callers tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, folks, I, uh, I'm i going to say something now 
that uh, and I and yes, I've posted some things on Facebook. Okay, I'll I'll tell you that right now. Uh I I don't believe that Donald Trump is ever Trump. I don't believe he's ever going to face any problem whatsoever over the stunts he's pulled. He has gotten away with it so long. I, they're not going to touch him. Attorney General Merrick Garland has turned it over to turned this case over to a special counsel. Now, uh, what, how long is this? Is this the, the upside, and this is posted by uh, a thing called Justice Matters. It's, it's uh, attorney Glenn Kirshner. Now, Mr. Kirshner is a former federal prosecutor. This man has seen it all. He's prosecuted mobsters, drug dealers, you name it. He's, he's done it, okay? And he did a video, and I'm not, uh, I don't think I've got that loaded up. He was even getting disgusted. But he's got something here, and we're not going to play all of it. It's about 14 minutes. On the upside of Attorney General Garland appointing Jack Smith as special counsel to investigate Trump's crimes. Go ahead, Jack. Four hours now to let sink in the reality that a special counsel will now be heading up the criminal investigation of Donald Trump. And I'm going to ask you to bear with me because I want to talk about why this may actually prove to be a good development. Let's talk about that because justice matters. Move it on ahead. By the Department of Justice of the crimes of Trump and company. And those investigations, which have been going on for nearly two years now, have produced exactly zero indictments of the ruling class criminals, right? Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, Jeffrey Clark, John Eastman, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and I could go on and on. Zero indictments, not one minute of accountability for any of the high government officials that participated in the attempted overthrow of our government. I think it can fairly be observed that Merrick Garland is a thoughtful, careful, circumspect, cautious person who is prone to engage in what seems to be endless analysis. Some might even call it analysis paralysis. Now remember, Merrick Garland was a prosecutor more than a quarter of a century ago, including at my former office, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia. And he was reputed to be an outstanding prosecutor. But for the nearly quarter of a century before President Biden nominated him to be Attorney General, he was a judge. And goodness knows, that quarter of a century made him very judicial prone to lots and lots of analysis, which is precisely what we want our judges to be, right? They're gonna need to deeply and at great length analyze every angle of every issue before they can write an opinion. 
But how does all of that analysis manifest itself in law enforcement investigations? Well, we know that it took more than a year to just secure a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago. The federal government knew, the law enforcement authorities knew that Donald Trump stole and was unlawfully concealing some of our nation's most coveted secrets, national defense information, classified documents, and secrets about the nuclear programs of foreign countries. He was unlawfully concealing it at his Florida home at Mar-a-Lago. And it took a year or more just to complete all the analysis and get to the point where we could just obtain a search warrant, for goodness sakes, to wrestle back from Donald Trump the evidence of crime he stole, the evidence that was endangering our national security that we knew he had. That is too much analysis and not enough law enforcement, in my opinion and experience. But that's what we had under the investigative leadership of Merrick Garland. So I think the last couple of years have showed us, and I think it can be fairly observed, that Merrick Garland has proven to be too much judge and not enough prosecutor. But now there is a career prosecutor heading up the ongoing criminal investigations of Donald Trump. Jack Smith. And if you'll bear with me for a minute, I want to take just a little bit of time reading a short summary of just some of what Jack Smith has done as a prosecutor, and then we'll use that as a leaping off point for why this may turn out to be a very good development for justice. Here is some of the recent reporting by Politico. Headline, New Trump Special Counsel Launches Investigation in Mueller's Shadow. Bob Mueller, the former special counsel who investigated all things Trump-Russia. Put a pin in that Mueller reference. We're going to come back to it. The article reads in part, The record of Justice's public integrity section, while Jack Smith was in charge, is one of great success at prosecuting corruption among state and local officials, but decidedly mixed results in the highest profile cases against federal officials. Under Smith's leadership, that is the public integrity section at the Department of Justice, under Smith's leadership in the early 2010s, the roughly 30-person prosecution team known as PIN won jury convictions of former Representative Rick Renzi, a Republican from Arizona, on racketeering, bribery, and extortion charges, and secured guilty verdicts against a former Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, officer, Jeffrey Sterling, for sharing classified information with a New York Times reporter, James Risen. However, Smith's anti-corruption team fell flat in its efforts to prosecute former Senator John Edwards, Democrat from North Carolina, for his alleged role in more than one million in money that flowed from his supporters to a woman who, who had an affair with Edwards 
while he was a candidate for the 2008 Democratic presidential nomination. In May 2012, after a five-week trial and nine days of deliberations, a jury in North Carolina returned one not guilty verdict against Edwards and deadlocked on five others. The Justice Department quickly announced that Edwards would not be retried. And while Smith's team notched a victory in the 2014 extortion and bribery trial of former Governor Bob McDonald, Republican from Virginia, his convictions were overturned two years later by the Supreme Court, which reined in some efforts to pursue public corruption. Of course, because why would the Supreme Court let us, the Department of Justice, pursue public corruption charges against high government officials? No, the Supreme Court cut back on that. That's not a failure of Jack Smith or his lawyers. That's a failure of the Supreme Court. But I digress. Smith also helped shepherd an investigation several years ago into alleged corruption on the part of Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat, New Jersey. Although the indictment of Menendez came down about two months after Smith left the Department of Justice Public Corruption Unit for a federal prosecutor job in Nashville, Tennessee. That case went to trial in Newark two years later, resulting in a hung jury. Prosecutors also opted not to retry that case. So some of what qualifies Jack Smith to be special counsel, to criminally investigate and ultimately prosecute Donald Trump, well, he was a war crimes prosecutor at The Hague, trying to make right some of the world's most egregious wrongs. Talk about translatable experience because he will now have the task of holding accountable Donald Trump, one of the world's most egregious wrongs. And then if we go back to the Politico article, you know, you see that under his leadership, the public integrity section at the Department of Justice prosecuted Representative Rick Renzi, a Republican from Arizona, Senator John Edwards, a Democrat, from North Carolina, Governor Bob McDonnell, a Republican from Virginia, Senator Bob Menendez, a Democrat from New Jersey. You see the pattern emerging? Jack Smith is somebody who has walked the walk. He's made it clear. He will bring difficult, challenging, politically charged cases against Republicans and against Democrats. That's what I call without fear or favor, without timidity, without a concern for losing or being embarrassed because he won some of those cases, his prosecutors, and they lost some of those cases. And you know what, friends? Give me a prosecutor who is willing to bring difficult, challenging, politically charged cases without regard for party, right? Republicans and Democrats alike. Give me a prosecutor who's willing to bring a case that's not a sure thing, because it's more important to try cases than to win cases, especially public corruption cases. Give me a prosecutor who walks the walk, brings those cases, and then maybe loses. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. You know, that's about going to do us for, for me this weekend. I want to tell you something. That is refreshing to hear. 
a prosecutor that will come against either of us parties, Democrat or Republican. If you're in the wrong, friend, you're in the wrong. Now, I don't know what Donald Trump has over that bunch up there in the Northeast. But it must be something. Because I got to tell you, I've been so disgusted over this thing. You know, I I still, I'm going to take the Bill Maher approach for now. I don't think he'll ever be tried for anything. I don't think he'll, and if he's tried, I don't think he'll be found guilty. I just don't. He's gotten away with it too long. Folks, I want to thank you all for listening in tonight. I want to thank our callers, Rob, uh, Jeff, thank you, Nancy, thank you, all the people that are following on Facebook, thank you. I want you to have a great Thanksgiving Thursday, and be safe if you're deep frying those turkeys. Please be careful. Go ahead and play us out. And have a good time with your families, but be careful, okay? And enjoy being around your family. You might find there's some pretty good folks. And until next Sunday night at 8 o'clock, for the Heavenly Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.